Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the Archers with me, Harriet Carmichael, Lucy Freeman and fabulous Febries. Before we make a start on your emails, don't worry, Lucy's going to do them this week. <laughs> Let's have a recap of what happened this week in Ambridge. I think it would be more fun to do a little recap on what happened in Ambridge on the Couch last week. <laughs> Can we just never go there again? <laughs> I, I'm not ever going to listen to that episode. I want it just to drift down to the bottom of the pile never, and just quietly deleted forever, thanks. It was the, <laughs> the horrified gasp oh. and the sound effects of that <laughs> when you realised that it was going absolutely everywhere. And the thing is, I've got bare, it's so hot now, I've got bare feet recording this and my feet are in the sticky patch. <laughs> Still <laughs> sticky on the floor. But it was worth it, Lucy. It's a delicious drink. I got a bar drink, even if you are licking it off the walls. It yes. just came at a really desperate moment as well when I thought I, <laughs> I thought I could never face ever doing a podcast ever again. <laughs> but did you see that <clears throat> the photo that uh, that uh, Claire's friend Pat posted of her <laughs> plate awash with it after it had gone all over her quiche and her coleslaw? Oh, so it's clearly. I didn't clock that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought she was drinking. I knew she was drinking it. No, and her I plate thought... was like an inch deep. Oh, I didn't. Because <laughs> so the I same thought... thing had happened. Oh, I did not even clock that. I thought, oh, that looks completely delicious. So that's why she said hibiscus coleslaw. Yes. Oh my god, I must have been looking at it on the tube when it's so dark you can't yeah. see anything. Oh right. So oh my god. So it's so, not just you. Oh, so it, so we've done a bad influence on them. <laughs> Because we've highlighted oh. a, a con as well. We've done a no. big influence. That's Oops. what we've done. Oh, don't. But the, um, I, I noticed that they haven't got in touch since. since <laughs> no, I haven't told them wrong. it's been up yet. I'm not sure <laughs> I'm going to. I'm just going to. Maybe we'll do a proper one where we have a grown-up testing it. Maybe we'll do that. Well, yeah, but then we'll just, I don't know how we stop the fizz because they're fizzy. I mean, I did, sh- to be fair, you I did shake it. shake it up, you banana. And also but it said... I feel like it's one of those drinks that you have to shake to get no, the full... No, it's not Orangina. <laughs> but then it should say, it's not It's not full it fat say, milk with cream on the top. It does say... Does it say do not shake? shake. It yes, doesn't. It does. And it also says you have to keep it in the fridge because as soon as you take it out of the fridge, it starts to, the fermenting process starts again. And it gets a bit lively. So yours oh. must have been... In a hot studio. In a hot studio. For at least half an hour. Well, there you go. <gasps> oh, God. Well, now I know. If in doubt, read the instructions. Harry, and then, last week... exhausted la- all other <laughs> options. But genuinely, and I'm not just saying this, dear old Agua de Madres, it is really tasty. It is yummy. But I didn't mean to give it to the kids, and I haven't given it to them again. And then, la- and then I when it happened... I like a drink with the element of danger, to be honest. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, also, I was like, jeopardy. <laughs> because I'm surrounded by electrical equipment, oh I was like, God. right, okay, that was so stupid of me. I'm never going to um, bring a drink into the studio again. What am I holding in my hand, Lucy? <laughs> a nice chilled glass of wine. <laughs> oh, we were going to have fizzy pop. Fizzy alcoholic pop. When are we going to have fizzy For our birthdays, we were, I was going to open a bottle for us. Oh, yes. But um, we'll do that when we meet up. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, cheers. Yes. Cheers. Thanks for, li- thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. <laughs> and isn't it lovely to have Lucy back? <laughs> Hopefully I sound a little bit more relaxed than I did last week. <laughs> and I just had a sort of line of angst sort of like twisting my stomach for the whole time I was speaking into this microphone, trying to read your emails. But trying to read me. I just, you know, like you'd think reading out an email is actually really, is easy because mm. you're just reading out. It's really hard. It's hard, isn't it? Because... You don't make it sound hard. You make it sound really easy. So I just assumed I could just read it out, not bother reading it before or anything. You have to it's have a hard, quick Lucy. quiz at it first. You do. As because you're otherwise reading you... it. I mean, I don't read the... I genuinely open the emails and start reading them straight off without checking. Yeah, but, but you're good at... You're, what you're good at doing is separating the email from you. Whereas right. I couldn't work out what was uh, the well, email, okay. yeah, Lucy yeah, yeah. Freeman or me. Yeah, right. It's hard. Mm. Anyway... And Enough about me, Lucy. Susan added into the mix. Susan, I felt like a Nina Conti with, <laughs> with that monkey on her hand. Oh, yeah. It's like she took on a life of her own. It She's still, still haunting me <laughs> in the cupboard, Lucy. About to pop out. <laughs> when you said at one stage, you went, you'd forgotten I was here, didn't you? And Mr. Newby <laughs> just looked at the and just went, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Because it got so a bit like a bit yeah a bit surreal in yes, here after twenty five minutes of <laughs> trying to work to out what the hell I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, at least you didn't put anyone else in, Lucy. <laughs> um, yes, uh, but we did have lots of lovely emails from people who thought that was absolutely well. I think that's very totally generous. Drenched, <laughs> in... very generous of them. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be repeating that <sighs> experience. Thanks. Okay. Shall I do the monologue? Oh, now? yes, please, because I've already forgotten what happened this week in Archers. In Archers. In Archers. This week on Archers was oh, even no. madder than normal. Well, my week, anyway, as I had to catch up on Thursday and Friday, but they were mad too, so it was at least <laughs> consistent. Susan had Hannah over, who Neil said he oh, thought yeah. of as a friend. I do not think you do, Neil, as she tries to shaft you every time she gets a chance. (laughs) Susan decided to go Mediterranean by cooking the whole of the Mediterranean all at once. (laughs) Bruschetta is Italian, frittata is Spanish. Then she said she was toasting a baguette, which is French, and then served it with Rioja and possibly some borscht and herring. (laughs) Now, I know I am renowned for not knowing what the day of the week it is, but boy, did they do a number on me this week when Neil said Chris could come round for his birthday dinner, which would either be a Thai green curry or a Sunday roast on Wednesday. Then I got extra confused about where Ardil, Linda, Robert and Krusty were when they were all having a lovely chat. Earlier in the day at Ambridge Hall, Linda, Robert and Ardil had all appeared to be in the shower together with Linda complaining about Ardil singing. Robert clambered out to open his Father's Day card from Mungo, who is his grandchild, which was a little mystifying, but not as mystifying as Robert then trying to seduce Ardil into singing show tunes at the Nativity. 
Linda poo-pooed this and Robert said, I have never been so embarrassed. Oh, really? said Linda. How about when I insisted on trespassing over Brockfield's land just to make a point or when I got caught lying to Jolene about sleeping outside the bull or when I told Joe Grundy you were having an affair or the many, many times I have patronised and infuriated the villagers so much they've all walked out of the many, many appalling productions I've masterminded. (laughs) Oh, yes, said Robert. I want a divorce. Over at Barrow, Martin Gibson was facing down a headwind. Always awkward, that. <laughs> He's decided to economise by making the pigs arch up a bit and turning their heating down so they'll just have to use fake tan to make crackling. <laughs> Usha popped out of hiding for two seconds and immediately got jumped on by Chris, who has completely lost his marbles. Maybe not entirely lost them, but he certainly chucked some of them in the am. Meanwhile, at the park, his daughter was walloping her cousin Xander over the head with a spade. Adam had attempted to cage Xander by sticking you in a massive hole in the sandpit and occasionally shouting, Be careful, Xander! While Xander looked wildly around, wondering who that man was. Martha then got bored of trying to dig Xander out and decided to climb the slide to see if she could see an adult anywhere who might fancy looking after her. But no, there was only the lady with the long hair shouting at the madman wearing a blacksmith's apron and nothing else. So in an effort to attract their attention, she jumped off the slide. This seemed to provoke a tsunami of recrimination and paranoid conspiracy theories from Neil, who, like Wurzel Gummidge, had taken off his nice Neil head and put on angry bonkers Neil head. (laughs) I like angry Neil when he tells Brian Aldridge he's not a very nice man at all, but not when he starts stalking social workers and asking them not to take Chris's child away as it's his birthday. The social worker had the same soothy, woothy voice that all professionals have I on Ambridge and seemed to be very nice, but had slightly more time than I think real social workers do and also sounded a good deal less harassed. But just for mine and Harry's birthday, they have now made up, abandoned the whole thing with only the little matter of about 35 grand's worth of wasted solicitors and forensic accountancy fees to worry about. So thank you, scriptwriters, from both of us for that little birthday present. Hurrah. As it is nice for Martha and also we were getting bored with the rowing. <laughs> Krusty is so deliriously happy at having a job where her only responsibility is to not weed and also to point at trees and shout, Tree! Look! at school children that she sounded slightly inebriated. She was flavour of the month as Ardil wanted her to meet his grandma and Linda asked if she could walk round the countryside sprinkling leaves about. I don't know about you, but I had no idea people did that. I thought leaves just fell off the trees. I didn't realise it was a task. I mean, they must do it dead early in the morning, the people that sprinkle the leaves on the ground. So the hours are quite long, I guess, but it is seasonal. Maybe it's the same people that pick them all up again with leaf blowers at 8am on a Saturday morning. Well, every day's a school day. Judging by the way Krusty was flirting her head off, I would say Cradill is on the cards, but I cannot bring myself to be cheerful about it as it's Krusty. She'll snog him in a fortnight later, we'll find out he's got a perfectly lovely husband in Solihull and a plan to turn Gay Grables into an asbestos factory. Steph cleaned the fridge and went out for dinner with Beth, not before one or both of them hurriedly changed outfits and raced over to Borchester General to pretend to be a doctor. Waste not, want not. Ben is getting rather worryingly overexcited about the Steph's suddenly stupid party. The way he came up with that willy confetti so quickly suggested he had already got some stashed away somewhere and he was far more enthusiastic about the male stripper than Beth was. Wait until I realises it's Rory. I'm not sure if you realise it, everybody, but we were just about to miss the which celebrity are they going to pull out of the bag to open the Ambridge Fate this year. It's got to be someone A-list, fun, free on a Saturday afternoon to travel to an imaginary village in the Midlands and, most importantly, have something to plug via the BBC press office. Who could it be? Linda asked Krusty if she knew anyone from Countryfile. Curse! 
nasty. She's more likely to know what are the Wurzels. Anyway, no doubt it'll be Beyonce or Angela Merkel or someone low-key like that and we can all forget about it. <laughs> so it's a yes to Alice and Chris getting back together, a no to Krusty and Ardil based purely on my pessimism, a hard yes to a bitter love triangle between Jacob, Alistair and Denise, or even a love rectangle if Denise's husband ever comes back from his bike ride. It could be the summer of love in Ambridge, or then again it could be like every other summer and we'll spend the whole thing worrying about the cricket, the flower and produce show and someone's wheat either getting too hot or too wet or too flattened. But I'm fine with that. We've all got enough else to worry about at the moment. No grand passions for us. Thank you. The Wingle Sicket will do fine. The end. Woo! Woo! Ooh. Happy birthday to you. What were you doing yeah. throughout that, Harriet? Can you hear me do stuff? Yes, what were you I was doing? actually... Do you know what? You, you, I know you always think I'm on Instagram or just checking No, it was a different noise. I was writing. Were you? Things I'd forgotten. Because it oh. actually... Because now it's five episodes a week. Yes. I only remember things when you say them. Well, Why I had you hear seven... a sort of scratching noise Yes, then? I had seven episodes a week. Because oh, Lucy, I... it's too many. I, for, I forgot. I, I, I had to do Thursday and Friday from last week. Yeah, episode. I mean, it, I'm, it's taking a bit of getting used to even getting the... Fu- having the... Fu- it's quite a lot of archers. Shall we ask them to drop it again? Oh, well, there, were, there was one episode. I think it was probably the <sighs> Linda Ardill... Just the Linda Ardell Robert episode, which yeah. was on Sunday, I think. Where li- I mean, they could have shelved that because nothing <laughs> happened. Nothing happened except awkwardness all round, basically. Do you remember that Victoria Wood line about her not <laughs> when the man comes to the door and says, "We have reason to believe you're, you're you haven't got a TV license. That'll be forty-eight pounds, please." And she says, "Oh, I'm only watching Gardener's World." He says, "All right, then, seventeen pounds <laughs> ninety. Well, that's the thing. They could have shelved it and we could have just listened to Ad 4. Yeah. Or what they, what they could do is come with a warning saying, this is, in, this, yeah, this is integral to the, yeah. the rest of the week. This one is what we like to call disposable. <laughs> it's optional. I, if you're bored, maybe, you know, tune in. Might, if not... That, <laughs> that might be the new flavour for Sundays. Yeah. That might just become the sort of armchair. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it was all set in what just... No, oh, I think Neil, was it Neil Neil calling up Chris as well? Mm. Maybe that was oh Chris and Usha, which was, I quite liked Usha being back in it actually again. But uh, yeah, it's it's weird, isn't it? Because it's a bit like people who work a four day week. You know, they they work full time, but they do it in a four day week. You just it's more productive. Yeah. But now that they've had to like <laughs> now they're stringing it out for five again, and it was like. Kirsty and, and <laughs> Kirsty and that was so weird. You're totally. I was like, where well. are they? <laughs> because I was like, okay, first of all, it was at Linda's. That's fine. Well, it happened just... with Kirsty and Linda twice because then yes. we had Kirsty yes, and Adam. She was, and everyone was just what going, was Adam oh, doing? Oh, were you? Are you thinking? Yeah, I might make a move. Is that my bag? No, oh, I don't know what I'm doing with my bag. Has anyone seen it? Has anyone got the keys to the loo? I'll just pop to the loo before I go. I was thinking, can, can we hurry along here? Some of us have got things to do. <laughs> I know, I know. Got a bloody podcast to record. <laughs> it's weird though. Yeah, it was funny the setting and this of. But then, oh, of, of course, it's because um, Cardill is being set up. Yes. Which I don't mind, to be honest. I think that, it, uh, you know, what you know, our long sort of dear old long suffering Ardil, finally, at least he gets to show a bit more of himself. But what I don't, I think what really, I, 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 I've, I don't mind Ardell, but what is, it's this constant sort of nicety niceness mm. that is 
when you're not quite sure if it's genuine or not. No. But yeah, everything he seems confusing. to do seems like he's trying to be nice all the time. Yes. And and I and it's a bit grating, isn't it? Like yeah. he's so I suppose it's because oh, he's actually, tight really and not very relaxed. In that. I mean, How are says, you? No, uh, I'm doing an impression of our deal. If you Oh if it... <laughs> I was like, okay, sorry, I've been really rude again. Sorry. Yeah, I know we're trying to be more positive about the actors and stuff, sorry. No, but when when he when he he says um nobody says oh if someone says something that that like she said i do rewilding or something and he yeah instead of going oh okay that's yeah so what's that he went oh actually i'm really interested in that it's like he's got a tick list things to be interested in experiences i can have in ambridge it's like he's i think they're gonna uncover him as ai aren't they (laughs) What a, a panel's going to swing open on the back of his head, and it's just going to be. I think so. That's going to be Kirsty's next failed relationship when she realises oh when they finally make it to server. bed, yeah. <laughs> and all his wires come out, <laughs> and he can't get an erection unless she presses the right button. But that's, that's it's going to be like that brilliant <laughs> show that was like on a... Channel Four. What was that show? Did you see that? The about the um. Oh, I wish I could. It was not called. Was it called Humans? It was so oh, good. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It was really, yes, really creepy. Yeah. But um, I think that's what Ardil is, isn't it? Clearly. <laughs> Cyber Ardil. But why cannot they say, oh, by the way, who is the yeah. owner of Grey? Why cannot they say it? Stop and leading us on script writers because it's and if, becoming infuriating. Says, actually, Kerry Davis answered today because someone said to him, oh, did just he? tell us. He said it's Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it if it was. <laughs> no, do you know what it's going to be? I think, prediction, it'll be the celebrity guest who's coming. Will turn out to be the owner, maybe. No. Do you not think? Stefan no. packed lunch. You're coming back. <laughs> do you remember when oh, she, God. she was mooted? I deliberately... Do you think it's Judy Murray? I deliberately blank out all the celebrity. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot I think. It. I, I think top three... Diana Ross, yeah. Judy Murray, who's headlining Andy Glastonbury Peters. because they're going to be in the country, aren't they? So well, as Paul McCartney, but I don't doubt he's going to make oh, it up to it. Oh. You never know, though. No, he might be a fan. Yeah, I mean they have top of the top, don't yeah. they? Or the Queen before she dies. Maybe it's one yeah, of her know, kind of. Um... They've sort of had their chance now, haven't they? Mm. I guess she's got a busy schedule, but yeah. I mean, come on, Birmingham's not that far away. No. Or they could just do like, you know, like Paddington recorded at hers. Yeah, yeah. Get well, some audio equipment there. down there. Yeah. Good. Oh, it's well, so lovely to see you. Peacock. I, I mean, a, a butterflies. A peacock, <laughs> sorry. That was weird, wasn't it? Peacock. <laughs> oh, what? An exotic bird? No, just a butterfly. <laughs> oh, my nanny has lots of those. Does she? Great. <laughs> It's like a re- it was a no, but actually, do you know what? I think for some reason, for some reason, those two work together. Yeah, there is something yep, quite I endearing agree. about the two of yeah. them. They're both quite cack-handed at just being normal. I think <laughs> that was a joke, Kirsty. He said something like, oh, like she, or she made him laugh, and no, it's because <laughs> she said to him, "Oh, you when I see you in your normal clo- country clothes, you look nice in country clothes, and or something," and he was going. Ha ha, what did you think I would be wearing? 
And then that, that sort of like that joke got prolonged, didn't it? All his yeah. business affairs, and it was like, I know, I was prolonging the joke. There was quite a lot of joke explaining, wasn't there? Yes. When, when like Usha, the, the only person who um, so Adam had um, that was nervous laughter, which is quite mm. funny. And then Usha had um, with Chris when he was like, oh, that was a joke, and she was like, that's why I'm laughing, Chris. But actually, she was the only one that delivered it genuinely. I thought like. I can't remember what there was just every every time they tell us every time they're sarcastic or bantering they have to explain it so as not to offend the person yes. don't they and that doesn't usually happen no not unless <laughs> you're talking would... to somebody who's either extremely old or extremely young and then but I loved Isha because she just went that's why I'm laughing Chris yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you duh brain yeah <laughs> um oh the a and e episode mm-hmm. i've been in that situation probably about three or four times because i've got three or four kids and they all there is always a point where one of them falls off a slide and yeah. it's totally fine but you have to take them to a and e just in case because yeah. they bash their head and to be honest, none of mine have ever had a brain scan. No. I mean, the point about playgrounds is that they're bouncy, aren't they? Yes. It's, so the babies don't hit their yes, heads. But just remember, this one was built by modern slavery. So, you know, it could, <laughs> they could be spiky bits or something. They're going to sue the grey man, aren't they? Yeah. For... <laughs> so, but I mean, but I did, I actually, although it was a bit like, I mean, it was quite unbelievable, was it? It was very um, dramatic because it's unlikely, I think, that they would have called social services. Mm. Who isn't having a row at A&E when you've been waiting there for five yeah. hours and you're and both the, really the, tired? The child is ill and also hysterical with overtiredness <laughs> and running around and therefore not looking ill at all. But also completely fine, except they're going to pick up MRSI because yes. you've been in A&E for 12 hours. Yes. Yes. But say... So, I I don't think I've ever been to, to um any where where I am not having a massive row with my husband mm. or somebody <laughs> else's. Actually, if someone else's, it's good because it's good people watching, isn't it? Yes. Passes the time. Yes. It's good entertainment for everyone, to be honest. Yes. And I would have loved it if I'd been in the cubicle next to them and she'd been talking about throwing a brick at her mother-in-law. <laughs> I think that doctor was pissing herself yes. before she came in. She probably had all the nursing. <laughs> listen, listen to this. Listen. Shh, shh, shh. 
They're still at it. <laughs> and the thing is, even though you haven't done anything wrong, yeah. you... Yep. Of course, you, you're in. In fact, it's like A and E, isn't it? If you take your child to A and E, you're instantly going. They're looking for bruises. They're they're checking my mental state. They are definitely blaming me for this because I'm a terrible mother. And and yes, you should send social services round. You just just send them round. Just take them all. <laughs> Uh, so I actually really, I felt really sorry for Alice and Chris. I know I did. But then it was so obvious, wasn't it? That that yes. was, it was exactly as you predicted, Lucy. You said, or maybe we both said, they'll be reconciled over her hospital bed. Oh yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we did. But we also thought we might, they might be reconciled over Brian's hospital bed <laughs> when he had a heart attack. But then we realised that actually, yeah, but they can't write Brian Chris out. Wouldn't give her, <laughs> wouldn't give a toss. About Brian, so he, he would have put Good. Brian in the yeah, hospital exactly. bed. <laughs> stay there, you old fart. I wish they'd do a little spin off from Debbie's farm. I wish Debbie <sighs> would do a little vlog. <laughs> I'd love to know how she's getting on with Brian. Having not seen Brian and Jennifer for a long time, yes. I'd quite like to know how it's all going out there. Yes. Well, but we're I never guess you'll find out, are we? Because she's nah. probably doing something. But in the I'm, end. I don't care that it was all really unrealistic. I fancied the social worker. I thought he got a bit naughty asking about the affair. Yes, I couldn't massively see the relevance of that. I think he was sort of getting a bit pervy with Alice. No. No, no of course he wasn't. But oh. would, would you, you don't go, it's completely irrelevant, yes. isn't it? To, well, it uh, is. The, the cause of the divorce, so, I mean, as long as the... What base did they get to? Was it like... Uh, <laughs> Did they actually, outside easel. Did what? she take her bra off? She did. I know she took her bra off. I mean, um, tights. I, uh, tights. <laughs> what's her bra size? And, uh, no, I mean, um, have you got any more biscuits? <laughs> it was a bit weird. And also, honestly, social workers have about seven minutes <laughs> to come in <laughs> yeah. and go, okay, right, so what's happening? Yeah, which well, one are you? Like, sorry, beep, beep. Sorry, I'm being wrong. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Yeah, a no, bit like the doctor fine. who did the break. She, you just... Get, you get people out as quickly as you can, yeah. don't you? Yeah. She wouldn't have had time no. or inclination, no. surely. But that's the way it's going, isn't it? That's the way this country is going. I cannot going. talk about anything else depressing today. I've just. Oh, Lucy, no. No, it's just the news. It's just so. Oh, God. Uh, it's like. Well, it's like an episode of Black Mirror or... Well, we're going backwards. A... Somehow someone's yes. thrown the lever and we're going back. I tell you where we're going back to. We're going back to, like, the year you were born, Oof. you see. Yes. The beginning of the 70s. Oh, my God. About 1968. When were you born? 19... Piss off. 72. <laughs> it's only because I, called, I told Twitter that you were 52. I know. I'm annoyed about that because people... <laughs> I know you are. True. I can tell when you... <laughs> when I just gave you a tiny emoji... <laughs> In, re- in reply, cross, cross it's like when you when you don't reply with a kiss. Yeah, <laughs> that'll teach you them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was annoyed about that because people will believe it. They will, oh, for God's sake! You don't sound fifty-two, you moron. Oh, it's ever so kind, Lucy. <laughs> if only you knew how I really spoke. Um, well, we're both we we both birthday girls, aren't we, Lucy? Because yes. my birthday on Sunday, yours is on Monday, but yours we is have important. A stupid party, like um, like oh. Steph. Do you know what, Lucy? I know you and Mister Newbie were slagging me off. I <laughs> I can't get enough of the Casey's. Case closed. Casey as far as closed. I'm. She... I like Steph. <laughs> does she really <laughs> piss? Does awful. she annoy you? She's just thick. But but I, I what I quite I, I think what they're trying to do is 
now they're humanizing her, aren't they? Slowly. Because I think she's probably got a bit of longevity and they're trying to with the sort of like bonding with Beth they're yeah. showing a bit more of a less cartoon yes, side yes and she her. did do a good job with the kitchen oh they were sweet yeah when she cleaned the kitchen yeah. and and but what what I don't really get is presumably Vince can just set her up in a new flat yeah or why can't she go and live with him she doesn't want to be on her own does she because she's sad but she's got a grand hasn't she what was the grand's name can't remember do you remember the grand uh, Vince's mum yeah no I don't know well, she lives um, with Vince though doesn't she yeah, but she, she, um, Steph should go there. But I, I, do you know? I enjoyed. I really enjoy her. I really enjoyed the Gold Willies. I um, really like Ben. I like Beth, except I like Beth less when she's being a bit moany and. Yeah, she's a bit judgy. But yeah. then if she, if 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 everyone, because everyone's saying though Ben and Beth are. Uh, are get, getting a bit sensible. He's just what I liked was him just so desperate to get his end away again. Yeah. You could sort of feel his <laughs> pent up frustration. Well, I'm sure Beth could. Um, I think it's it, 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 people are saying they're going to be the new Dan and Doris because they are quite similar. They're stable. They're interested. They've kind of got the. But I don't know quite how he's going to because he's not a farmer. He's a nurse. But anyway. Um, well, uh, they could end up just taking over the farm, couldn't they? Yeah, but then why was he training as a nurse? Mm, well, also we haven't heard from Pip for a while, have no. we? If I was Happy Pip, I'd get a bit. Again, yeah, but wouldn't you be a bit cross? It's like, um, mm. do you know what it's like? It's like the royal family when suddenly Prince Louis is the star, yes, not the eldest child. Yeah, yeah. it's the younger one that's yeah. more maverick mm. and interesting, mm. and that don't cause. So yeah, no, you sort of wonder if uh, Pip's feeling a bit out in the cold at the moment. Mm. Rosie, um, just make a funny face or something on a balcony. Um, just need some more attention. <laughs> Rosie. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't mind. I like, I like them. I, I'm really happy for them to be. But if if they are the new Dan and Doris, or at least the new David and Ruth, then she is quite a Ruthie type character. She's very, she's quite negative. She's quite. She can yeah, be a bit gloomy. She but can she's be a only, bit judgy. Yeah, she, she can be a bit gloomy, actually. But I just put that down to her being tired. Mm. I don't really mind it because Steph is nice and fluffy um, and I'm happy for her to she have that is. party. Steph is like a feather boa in, as a yeah. person, isn't yeah. she? But I think you need more of that in Ambridge. Well, yeah. Because there's nothing... I mean, I know she's annoying to people, but there's nothing... Um, you know sort of down about you know there's no it's, it's light isn't it light yes. entertainment yes froth. Oh, i don't mind that froth 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 um froth. lady we better do the emails because oh, we've yeah. got about 27 gabillion all oh, right okay um and i think you should you like i mean read them? <laughs> no are you joking <laughs> oh and apparently mm. uh oh no I'll, I'll come back to that okay oh i'm intrigued now no it's nothing interesting okay it's that lovely voice, what I didn't... Everybody's been saying... Oh, Catherine Rowan-Jones. She's got yeah. an amazing voice. Yeah. Do you know her voice? Yeah. Would I recognise it then? I probably would. Yeah. Maybe I heard it on Dumpty Dum in yeah. the old days. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to have a listen. Very throaty. Um, oh, is it now? Yes, like that. Lucy. Yeah, it is pretty much like that, actually. Okay. Um, right. We, I, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to have to edit some of your uh, emails uh, because we've got billions of them. 
Um, Lindsay Giles says, I have a request. Could you be slightly less funny for the next few weeks? Yes. Not a problem. I tend to <laughs> yes. listen while doing a longer run. Have you listened run. to the first yeah. 20 minutes of this? I tend to listen while doing a longer run on a Sunday and it turns out it's quite hard to run while also trying not to have a fit of the giggles. I almost <laughs> had to stop listening to Febreze. Now, uh, this is the edited bit because it's all very confusing. I'm also due to get married two weeks after the race. It's not going to be a normal wedding. She's doing a race, uh, a training for a half Ironman triathlon. Oh, my God. It's not going to be a particularly normal wedding in that the bride and groom are arriving together. The bride is not being given away by her dad. She's not property after all. I have a best lady rather than a best man. And frequent correspondent of the show, Helen Sherwood, is coming, which means there will be three Ambridge on the Couch listeners in the same place. Will wow. this be a record? <gasps> wow. Where is the wedding? Can uh, we come? Oh, we stop trying to crash people's weddings. Oh, I love weddings. Yeah. You just love not being at your house. I love you weddings and divorces. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, this sounds like a good wedding. It we might like need a, a live... Wedding. A uh, live uh, And they feed. also, they were geocaching in Oxford and they found a gravestone, Philip Moss's gravestone. <laughs> and they sent a picture of Philip Moss's gravestone. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, I love it. One storyline they um, didn't bother right. broadcasting. You know that the tune, da, 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 no, that, what was last week's tune? No, we didn't have one last no, week. No, it was cause... the week before, wasn't it? It was the lovely um, um, classical music from... Oh, yes. Um, what was it which called? Which everybody knew. Yeah, uh, but we didn't, we know, didn't know what it, what it was called. Clover Slack says she believes that the music played was used for an advert in the 70s or 80s for Anchor Butter. I may be wrong, but some of the lyrics oh, came rushing back, such as... That's right. It was from an advert. Housewives like it for the lovely price. Families like it because it tastes so nice. Keep up the good work. Best wishes, Clover. Thank you, Clover. Oh, thanks. Yes. Clover Butter. I'm going no to less. try later and see if i can make those i thought through. it might be from one of the Kit Kat ones but um you know like the, when they had the pain mm, do you remember that when the i've seen it on youtube you know have a break have a Kit Kat. he's like look he's waiting for the pandas to come out oh yes and then he has his Kit Kat, and they come out and then he turns back around anyway yeah. it probably isn't um right uh... I actually agree about the laughing and running because I sent you that voice note, didn't I, yes. when you and Mr. Newby were doing it, and <laughs> I had to stop because I just practically pissed my pants laughing. <laughs> at, but it was what I was actually laughing at was the advert placement was again so inappropriate. <laughs> it really made me laugh. We are come nothing. to my garden. My holy water. I can't remember what it was like, my sacred garden. You'd been talking about somebody's big Oh, anyway, it was just highly inappropriate again. Ah, um, now, do you remember when Mr. Newby and I were doing it? There was a there was a thing about um, uh, um, the plague village. Yes, I wanted yes. to. I what I wanted to also say was I sort of need a bit more info on that. Okay. Uh, well, Liz Danziger has messaged and said I, I pronounced it I am. She said it's pronounced Eam. Between one third and two thirds of the village population died of plague. However, it has been discovered that many present-day village inhabitants who can trace their ancestry in the village back to that time possess a genetic mutation, Delta 32. This same mutation was discovered some 20 years ago to be common among members of the male gay community who had avoided HIV infection in spite of a high-risk lifestyle. There was a Channel 4 documentary about it. What? Scientists being scientists are still arguing the toss on the subject. However, the pronunciation is EAM. Thank you, Beth and Livia. What? So if you had a bit of plague in you from from your ancestors 
Yeah, well, I don't You're... know whether you, if you are born with that genetic mutation, it gives you a protection against uh, certain viruses, uh, one of which was the Black Plague, and apparently that it shared characteristics with the HIV infection with an HIV. But you know, they they um they sort of isolated the village. Yeah. How did they get the plague then? Because of the food that was being brought in was contaminated. No, somebody, they, they, I don't know. I don't know that. I don't that know. That was the bit I needed yeah. to ask. I don't know. And now that you say you don't know. That's a very good question. So I'm sorry I've let you down. Um, <sighs> if anybody does have any information on how the yes. plague did um, yes. yeah, come into the village. Yes. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Charlotte Morgan. Uh, I'm not sure that this email will be particularly coherent as I'm currently <laughs> suffering from sleep deprivation resulting from fear of shutting my eyes and reliving the terrifying accounts of plagues of rats in last oh week's podcast. Yes, me too. I, I can't get it out of my head. I've recently that poor had guy. the trauma of a massive rat visiting my garden. Oh my thanks, God. Thanks to my Lord. husband leaving out an opened tub of bird fat balls. So the recent oh rat-based anecdotes really are the icing on the cake. <laughs> I can't imagine that there's anything worse than surviving an earthquake only to find that your only hope of salvation is to hook yourself up to a giant rat with a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on to the archers. Good news about the one of each twins, but can I send a plea to the scriptwriters that their birth should be as non-dramatic as possible, perhaps involving a pre-planned C-section and the only tension being Pat and Tony waiting nervously at Bridge Farm for some news, then Tom calling to say little Patrick and Antonia are doing fine. I cannot take any more emergency deliveries. Huge yeah. thanks to you all for the podcast. It is fantastic. I love Matt's music. I must have played the Indian classical music one a hundred times. Me too. And I smile every time I hear Radio Borsetshire. <laughs> As a resident of a shire county not too far from Borsetshire, the way in which local newsreaders say Warwickshire rather than Warwickshire <laughs> has long been a source of irritation to me. I thought I was the only one. Best wishes, Charlotte. Um, I thought, why didn't Natasha just find out one sex like why didn't they just agree to find like they didn't have to yes to, as a compromise just find out what one is one each they could <laughs> yeah or could do one each one. Yeah, it's a big surprise they they know what richard keeling says once again i'm convinced you're writing the archers on last week's episode lucy and mr newbie had discussion about holidays and how people never leave ambridge this week we have a whole scene telling us where hammer has traveled to can you please have a discussion about who the gray man, man is yes i mention this in every year but, but surely they cannot resolve they can't not resolve that storyline mm. who am i kidding elizabeth came off antidepressants when they got bored of that story and nothing was ever said about it again <laughs> yeah. is it wrong to wish a premature birth on natasha just so we don't have to endure any more pat and tony scenes for a while Ooh, harsh richard very harsh <laughs> mind you i should think premature birth would actually be quite preferable to sweating but around there's been a premature birth anyway sorry wasn't alice wasn't martha was premature wasn't she was she yeah she was premature a little bit premature uh, wasn't she uh, i think she was because of the fetal alcohol syndrome scare uh, i mean now now i'm wondering whether i think she was like a month premature or something oh yeah, or a oh. few weeks at least. Um, Josh Steinhurst, uh, this is more, uh, he's in the Pacific Northwest. He says, I don't know to if Mr. Specific. Newbie was describing the life of a middle-aged man from personal knowledge or simply looking ahead to his future. Simply not being allowed, they, they're talking about being in a scanner, you know, when because um, uh, people nodding off when they're having uh, medical procedures. Simply not being allowed to do anything, much less expected to, is an amazing treat. I agree. I had a um, <laughs> scan 
and I had they just said just lie still and don't move <laughs> for 10 minutes or something and I thought fantastic anyway <laughs> Uh, early in COVID, I had a filling replaced, which was a surprisingly blissful away from my school at home young daughter and work at home computer until I was nudged awake to keep my mouth open. <laughs> a few years earlier, I fell asleep in an MRI scanner. They are very wow. loud and somewhat concerning as you keep worrying that you somehow forgot having metal bits in your body that you never knew about. Despite the racket, I dozed off to the irritation of the technician. Keep up your wonderful banter, Josh, in the Pacific Northwest. Wow, because I, I heard that MRI um, scanners are really claustrophobic. Well, yeah, but, you... I, but... But I guess if you like that sort of environment... Yeah, some people yeah, it's like a cocoon, find that I guess. relaxing. Wow. Um... Uh, Naomi Hass, lovely, lovely podcaster, ladies and gentlemen. So much to say, maybe I've already missed your recording for this week. I'm in Toronto and therefore in the future. So <laughs> something doesn't sit right about Chris and Alice. I was never convinced about her asking for a divorce. It made sense as far as part of her recovery. But why can't they be together now that she's grown into her newly recovered self? Exactly. They mm. were a good couple, or at least if they weren't, should we have heard more about how they were deeply dysfunctional? I'm not convinced. Also not convinced about her taking control of her dad. A huge potential grow up moment here, but no fulfillment. I'm wishing for her to take control of her life and tell all the men to stop being so impulsive. Which brings me neatly to Ruth. Was she especially irritating and condescending this week? I wanted to punch <laughs> her in the face. I teach pre-teens and have two toddlers, so my usual patience is pretty exceptional. But her attitude to David's concerns about what's the name of EastEnders suddenly single party, Beth's sister, is yuck and annoying. Is she off EastEnders? No, I think... No, it's Stella that's off EastEnders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know where her no, thing is from. No, don't um, do that. Something is definitely going to explode between David and Vince. It'll be awful and laden with unexplored class issues. Yeah. Um, any other grievances to air? I'll remember after I press send. A little distracted by the fodder bum I need to wipe under requests for nail polish. Better not get muddled <laughs> with these two. Adoringly yours, <laughs> Naomi from Dollarama. Oh, we adore you too. Yes. Um, um, I liked Ruth's patronizingness to Steph because I like Steph, so I just liked Ruth supporting her. And um, but I think Ruth is going to overly enjoy the Golden Willies. Yes, she's going to get really. She's going to be like one of those it's women. So that says, naughty, dear. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? A willy sheep? <laughs> She'll be standing on a table whirring a pink steps around her head won't she within <laughs> seconds i think that's the thing she she's really up for this party yeah. is, isn't she yeah well and i can see she's why lesbian and so she likes the idea of everybody <laughs> hating having big big well, banners that say all men are shit or whatever well also do you remember when steph asked um freddie for a threesome yeah i wondered if we were heading into steph asking beth and ben for a threesome no but that would... not with your sister i know sake. i know that's a bit too well weird, actually isn't it? no do you, you know, know people that do you know? Do you, yeah, but they're famous you? people. What? Are they on the arches? No. I'll tell you afterwards. <laughs> um, uh, right. Uh, uh, Amy's message to say that the reason that he said Gerolitis was because she, Kate said Namaste and he was thinking of Elia Nastase. That's why. That's a... That's a well, all those sure references... Right, Amy. But Amy, they but, they um, went right over my head. All those references. You are only fifty-two. I know. Except Namaste, ofs, mm. ofs. Um, <clears throat> Chloe Fowler. Uh, I wanted to share an alternative theory on the Ruri and Julianne storyline. Oh yeah. I don't think he's been paid for gigolo type activities. It's clearly not a sexual relationship, 
And as someone pointed out a few weeks ago, I think a woman in her 40s or 50s is more likely to pick a gigolo in his late 20s or 30s, not someone who is student age, if she wants people to think he's her lover. I think he's being paid to pretend to be her son. Don't know why. Perhaps she's invented one that she needs or wants to bolster her social standing. But with his strange relationship with Jenny and Siobhan dead, perhaps he's seeking a pseudo mother rather than a lover. Do you think it's like on Only Fools oh, and Horses when they needed... couchlets, by the way. I like oh, that. Oh, that's cute. Hello, couchlets. Hey there. Like, uh, you know, when they when Rodney had to become Del Boy's son so they could go free yes. to that holiday? Yeah. Maybe that that's the only reason you might need a son, so you could get in free to a, I think, a kid's... I think, I think you're half right, Chloe. I think that he's definitely looking for the, that mother figure and he the boundaries are so blurred because when you're the product of an, a passionate affair rather than a marriage, and I'm not saying marriages aren't passionate, but then your mother is intrinsically linked with sex whereas most children like to imagine that their parents had them by magic rather than address the fact that their parents ever got that close to each other i mean it's disgusting let's face it frankly disgusting um but um we what we should do lucy as our birthday present mm -hmm. to ourselves is is go and see yes that's exactly what i was thinking (laughs) i'm just i'm googling them now actually <laughs> if anyone has any, no, uh, is going to see that new Emma Thompson movie because somebody oh, mentioned it. Do you remember yeah, a few yeah, weeks yeah, yeah, ago? Yes. And we didn't know what they were talking the about. Kept coming up when they were listening. Yeah, but it's actually got really good reviews. Mm. Good luck to you, Leo Grande. Yeah, not in the Times. Oh, no. the Times of course they it. slagged it off, didn't they? I think the mm. Guardian gave it a thumbs up. What did the Times say? They say it was uh, cheesy. They, yeah, they just said it was a bit earnest and a bit, you know. Yeah. I mean, I find Emma Thompson a earnest and irritating mm. but I thought he looked rather dishy mm. and um, I think it's quite an, well because it's related to the archers we could go for a um, podcast trip okay podcast school trip go to one of those matinees you know yeah have okay. a little have a little lunch afterwards Lucy okay discuss okay. yeah okay done um, Vicky Cole says Last week's show made me laugh so much. Mostly, I'm afraid at Harriet's kefir drink oh malfunction. My God. <laughs> the adverts I got were a rather sexy voice advertising Air France business class, <laughs> and honestly, I wondered if they would wish to be associated with that whole drink debacle. <laughs> Seriously, well done, Painful. Harriet and Susan, for keeping the show on the road. And I know. Thank God drop. she had me. A professional broadcaster. You are my favourite podcast of the week, she says. Oh, that's so nice. P.S. Thank you. Catherine Rowan-Jones has a fabulous voice, so I'm looking forward to that too. I'm looking forward to hearing it in the flesh. Catherine, I'll play it in properly next week. Because I think having one of those nice husky voices is, uh, is a very I is was an, thinking, is do you remember, um, who's the actress that played Nigel's mother? She's died oh now. yeah, she was really wonderful, wasn't she? Who played Mary Julia? Wimbush. Oh, I mean, she was like the most famous radio actress yeah. ever, and wasn't her she? Her voice was incredible yeah, and yeah. quite similar to Catherine's. Oh, I might find it actually. That really was, yeah. It, she. Oh, it's such a shame that those sort of characters don't exist anymore. I know. Uh, um, right, Pat McClelland. Dear Lucy, you take a week off, and what happens? Harriet Carmichael turns the <laughs> oh, world of influencing on it. its head. Oh, That's my what God. happens. 
Oh, to have been a fly on the wall as Agwe de Mare's PR person listened to Harriet utter those prophetic words. I'm going to shake it up, then tell us that kefir is disgusting. In fact, it makes her want to vomit. But on the plus side, it only made her children a little bit drunk and the bottle is stunning. Very, very beautiful. In fact, did I tell you how lovely the bottle is? Until now, I believed myself to be uninfluenceable, but I've placed an order with Agua de Mare out of pure gratification for the comedy gold that ensued. I'm looking forward to future innovations in influencing, but strongly men you recommend that when you're asked to do the long-awaited tenor endorsement, Harriet has a responsible adult with her in the recording cupboard. And she doesn't shake anything up, I think would also be useful, Pat. Did I introduce it? Makes me going. It sounds so disgusting. It made me want to vomit. And I give alcohol to my children. I, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be in a in a position of influence, Lucy. You shouldn't be allowed out without a responsible adult. Never mind in a position of influence. Bloody hell! But, but you, you know, people at home, you do pity. People have bought the product. I'm not her podcasting co-presenter i'm her carer this is how it works <laughs> oh, yeah anyway right heather fossey said i was very pleased to find out that you two crazy ladies and febreze have teamed up i spent a lot of time with the covids in march catching up with your fantastic pods oh dear i'm sorry you had the covids um uh i was wondering if you could pass the following on to febreze as i'm quite perplexed oh she also says i'll give you a review if you remind me which is the one you prefer for the ratings it's oh. um, iTunes, isn't it? iTunes, please. ITunes I don't. Please. Yeah, I, I think that I think iTunes is better because then you because then you go up in the Apple charts. Yes. Something yes. like that. Right. This is the message for Febreze. I'll read it out and then hopefully he will listen. Dear Febreze, I have just come to stay with my daughter and her pussies while I recover from getting a new knee last week. Of course, that's not funny. I noticed a strange smell on the blankets which she has there for the pussies to sit on. It really makes me feel a bit sick, but I've just had an anaesthetic. She tells me that it's Fabrice. Did you come to visit my daughter, maybe? I'd like to put you in touch with my lovely son or his husband if you'd like some advice about your cologne, as they always smell really fabulous. All the best, Heather. Oh, my God. Fabrice has genuinely been on her pussy. I know. <laughs> He's, he's sat his ass on her daughter's pussy. This is too rude. Stop it. This is disgusting. Sorry. But she started it. She's, yeah, it's her fault. Um, yeah, but she's under anaesthetic. That's her. Yes, that's true. Her. Uh, yeah, but I've had a glass of wine now, Lucy. Uh, which That's is pretty basic. Much the same, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Owen Kiffin said, "Just a quick note to say that the natural order of the universe has been restored. I spent this weekend mooring, moving the boat down to a mooring nearer where we're now living. Lovely cruise down, but more importantly, I got to listen to the podcast while dealing with the chemical toilet. <laughs> just like the good old days. Oh, Keep up splendid work, Owen. <laughs> oh, Owen, that's made me. You know, it's like equilibrium in the world yeah. again. It's that's all, re really yes. genuinely reassuring. All is." As it should be. Uh, Steve <coughs> Barry says, uh, may I say what a masterpiece last week was? So slick. Loved it. Bravo. <laughs> Regards, Steve. P.S. Lucy, please don't go away on holiday again. <laughs> and is Harriet really allowed to look after children? I know. Look, it... I, I they were only a bit drunk, Steve. <laughs> a bit. They slept well. Yeah. And the packaging is so pretty. Yeah. We all admired it. As Just we don't put it in your coleslaw. Like, swing. that's friend Claire. Claire's, Claire's friend, friend Pat. Pat. <laughs> oh, 
Now, this is Munoique. This Mon- Monique. No, because it's a, a different, a different, a different spelling. Oh. This suddenly hit me. Natasha delivers healthy twins, but sadly dials in childbirth, thus setting things up for the reunification <coughs> of Kirsty and Tom. Oh my god! Super love your <gasps> podcast in all forms, even when it's only Harriet and Susan. Love from Michigan. Oh my god, that is a bombshell. It is, isn't it? Imagine that. But she's with Ardil. Cardil won't accept a reunion with Tom. God, blimey. I think that nothing bad is going to happen because it's like, otherwise it means you just can't have a baby without something yeah. awkward or terrible yeah. happening. Yeah. It's good, They're just it? going to be, sta- and she's just going to be a standard annoying mum. Yeah. With twins. Oh. <laughs> and I, I never get a break, Tom, because I'm always either breastfeeding or pumping apples or <laughs> squeezing melons. <sighs> I'm like a human fruit machine. <laughs> <Ka-ching>. <laughs> she is going to be very irritating as she a mama. Really is. She's going to be one of those women that she's the only woman ever to have had a baby. Ever. Yeah, because she's the only woman who's ever been pregnant as well, yeah. isn't she? Yeah. She's the only woman who's ever had diabetes. Yeah. Um, right, Philip Bailey, who is quite cross. Dear lovely Lucy and Hartford Harriet, I am getting really annoyed with the Chris and Alice storyline. The whole Martha was injured under your care angle was unrealistic and tedious, and both Chris and Alice's constant hand-wringing and endless apologies are driving me to distraction. The rent and actor social worker followed in the recent tradition of 2D policewomen, counsellors, solicitors, and accountants, who all over-explain their roles in a tedious exposition Always in the same soft, caring voice. Please let Martha be adopted by the Carters, Jazza, the life giver, or even a pack of wolves, just to see Chris and Alice sod off back to Vegas or somewhere forever. Yours angrily, Phil in Exeter. Wondering oh, if my wish for six days a week may be coming back to haunt me. Yeah, I think we've all... Hooray, Phil. Fridays are back! Oh, God, Phil, Fridays are back! Cl- right again, when you've heard Friday's episode. Yeah. You'll be changing It'll be cross your about tune. something else by then. And, oh, this is a sad one from Jennifer Corley. She says, as most of you know, I had a wren. Mine was called Joy. Oh. oh. Fair play to the archers. I'm really glad they didn't do those poignant moments of graveside with wren. Then that's that, and off sausage boy goes rejoicing at his twins. In fairness, Tom is being a dick. But he's being a dick because he's absolutely terrified and traumatised, which is spot on. I wish one of his bloody family, apart from Natasha, would recognise this and get him some help. Natasha has enough to be dealing with and should be able to enjoy her pregnancy and be excited, so should Tom. He sounds a bit more cheerful now, Jen. He needs proper help, not just Tony telling him it'll be fine, get over yourself. Since when was any mental health condition treated effectively by cheer up might never happen? Tom obviously has pretty serious anxiety. So frustrating they picked Tom of all people for such a delicate (laughs) storyline, but really good reflection of pregnancy after loss. Well done, scriptwriters. And I was here hoping the twins do go to term normally without any silly drama. Yeah. Hoping, of course, for hoping for that, of course, chances of it are slim. Lots of love to everyone. I personally hope Natasha delivers in Febreze's salon and names one of them after him. <laughs> I, no, I think that's totally right. I'd forgotten that because it made the her irritating sort of, oh, let's, I'll tell Pat what it is. It made Tom's decision not to find out um, yeah. believable didn't yeah. it and yeah. and you can see why 
he wouldn't I, 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 I can totally understand why you wouldn't want to Yeah. You know, he doesn't want to emotionally invest too much yet, does he? Which is really sad. But And um, there is all that it's not superstition, it's just sort of is superstition, isn't but it? I think it's just the fear because it all feels so incredibly fragile. Even when your yeah. baby is entirely healthy and yeah. everything is going to plan. When it's your first one, especially, you just the kind of not everyone but i think some people i mean i was the same i never wanted to find out Mm. any of them Mm. because i was so i just thought it might jinx something yes you know it's the fear of tempting fate yeah i'm looking forward to this too much so it's going to be taken away from because you're more likely to find a name and yeah by the stuff and if like tom you have had it taken away from you then you are going to be absolutely and i wonder actually if if the storyline will actually be how he you know, like, because, of, you know, he's going to be overjoyed, obviously, but he's going to feel slightly different to Natasha, isn't he? Because it's going to stir up quite a lot of, yeah. um, you know, trauma for him, probably. Yeah. I don't know, but I imagine there might be a bit of, you know, I don't know what that feeling might be like. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, interesting. Yes. Yes. And that is the end of the emails. Thank you. End of the emails. Uh, and now... Let's so go. found Mary Wimbush. It's just adverts. Anyone in mind? And now let's go over to Radio Borchus. Radio Borchus. Where Fabrice of Felpersham is learning about the ancient ways of outrage. Oh, Miss, you, you cut up then. Oh. You did the ancient ways of. Is learning. No, that's just how I talk. Peacock. Is learning. <laughs> Horse paintings. Ask. <laughs> is learning about the ancient ways of Ambridge. Radio Borsetshire Colin, Colin, I am very shocked and complained. Finally, I get car parking space for my woohoo, and now they introduce this identity thing on automatic gate. I was following instructions to take selfie for machine, the light was terrible, and I could not get the right angle, so I kept looking old in all the photos, and I didn't notice and barrier came down and crushed my woohoo. How do I complain? Do not wag finger at me, I am one what should complain. <gasps> oh, sorry. Hello, hello, and welcome to the afternoon show with me, Fabrice of Felpersham, looking like I have just stepped out of the salon, because I have. This week, I have a lovely special guest with me, Mrs. Clary Grundy. Now, because I am on Radio Borchester, I need to know more about the people of Ambridge, because they are so funny and mad, and so Mrs. Clary Grundy is going to tell all about ancient country custom, because she is ancient and live in the country. Steady on, Fabrice. Although, to be honest, I am feeling a bit decrepit as I hurt my knee at the cricket about a month ago and no one's heard from me since. So hopefully this will serve to remind everyone I'm still alive. Oh, you play cricket. That is very old country custom. All white flapping about and everyone stopped for tea and whacking these stumpers. Were you having the runs when you hurt your knee? No, I strained my groin trying to grab Eddie's ball. Oh yes, we have all been there. 
Was it that rubber night at Jack's? No, we stopped going to that. It clashes with spring, watch. Oh, now we have drifted away from point. So, what our ancient country custom of Ambridge? I have looked up some from other bits of England. I found uh, cheese rolling, barrel jumping and beating the bounds. At Lower Loxley there was egg rolling, I saw. How old is that custom? Ah, no, that has been a custom since April. It's an old tradition of country life that you can come up with all kinds of ancient customs if there's a bit of money in it. Elizabeth Pargeter is especially good at that. If the petty cash is down in the orangery, she just pops up into the attic, pretends she's found some old document or something, and then we all go along with it. Oh, I love Lady Elizabeth Lord Loxley. She is so cunning, like a gangster in kitten eels. So, I could roll some eggs about. What else could I do in Ambridge what is ancient and custom? Well, there's uh, changing houses. That happens every time we need a bit of a shake-up. We don't need removal vans or anything. We just stagger back and forth with our boxes of stuff and live in each other's houses for a bit. I'm in Oliver's at the moment. Uh, before that, I was in Wills. Now Johnny's in Wills, after he left Bridge Farm when Natasha and Tom moved in. Uh, now they're at Cathy's. And where is Cathy? Alaska. Some people will do anything to win. This must be nightmare for postman. Oh, it is. He's given up now. He just chucks all our letters on the green and we fight it out. There's a few more aged customs. For example, beat the lich, where all the women in the village under 45 have to outrun Brian Aldridge up the stairs. Oh, Then there's save the fight, when we take it in turns to hide the megaphone from Kenton, but so far he's always managed to find the bloody thing. Every other Sunday we take it in turns to let each other's cows out on the road as that's always good for a laugh and gets everyone running about and shouting. A stir up Sunday is when Alice Carter gets pissed and goes round the village telling everyone home truths and every year we give an award to the person who's done the most lunatic thing. This year it was Roy Tucker for going into quite a lot of unnecessary detail to his boss about being a massive racist. We call it Unstrung Zero. Goodness me, but you must be so busy in Ambridge, always celebrate something. Well, it's either that or going to the bull. Ah, yes, I see. Well, thank you very much, Mrs Clary Grundy. That is almost interesting and weird. In Eurovisia, we also have many custom in the rural areas. Well, really, there is only rural areas. We have one big town, Perplonsk, and that is it. I have to say, I don't know a great deal about Eurovisia, Fabrice. What is Perplonsk known for? Oh, it is the world's biggest producer of nipple tassels. And out in the country, they do weaving. They make the grey stringy stuff that get wrapped around the filter of your wash machine and break it. We have some very fun traditional custom though, like married the pig, Molotov cocktail day, and also owned the gay out of the village. Oh, now I am sad. Don't worry, Fabrice, you can always go back. You must be joking. Anyway, bye-bye from Fabrice and Mrs Clary Grundy. And remember, if you do not know any rural custom, make up your own. As long as they are about dressing up and drinking, 
Who care what they mean? Bye bye. Radio Borsetshire. Do you think Xander pushed Martha off that slide? Totally. I do. Mm. I think he's a psychopath. Because Already. Adam, oh well, Adam, his father is a psychopath. Adam did not, did, wasn't he just completely Adam doing his like, yeah, yeah, build a sandcastle, that's right. <laughs> anyway, Alice, as I was saying. Before I like, was so rudely literally no interest. By that small person. Yeah. I don't know who that is, but he keeps following me. Don't around. push, Martha, <laughs> as under. <laughs> They did sound like a pair of um, totally ineffectual parents, didn't they? Also, the comp- of, yeah. The sort of parents that you see in the playground and think, oh, God, I'm going to end up looking after your kids. Oh, exactly. You're totally that's not going to do it. That's exactly what they were. They were those yeah. parents. I mean, we've all been there. But they were those parents where you end up looking after their kids yeah. who you've never met before yeah. because yeah. they're too busy having yeah. a good time. Is it your go? Did You think it's your go? Do you? Okay, well, maybe... <laughs> If you if you stand behind that little boy with the door, no, don't hit him, don't hit him. Sorry, well, no, it's just because where is your mummy? <laughs> I I only bought three packets of crisps. Yeah. Cause I've only got so um, maybe you could go and ask your mum if she, okay. No, yeah, you can have a, yeah, yeah. Okay, you take that. You okay, take my both kids of them, actually. That's yeah. Awesome. Okay, yeah. great. Stop crying, <laughs> so my children. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yes. I think we all, <laughs> we all oh Lucy know. Lucy mm-hmm. you know we always ask favors of our dear listeners yes we've got another favor now have we yeah because um kind people discovered there was such a thing as the British podcast oh, Awards, yes. and have kindly without us even knowing you could do that uh gone to hang on britishpodcastawards.com no wait Radio British podcast <laughs> BritishPodcastAwards.com forward slash vote. If you go to BritishPodcastAwards.com forward slash vote, you can, you're then led to a page where it, there's a little search thing and it says search for your favourite podcast. You can just write Ambridge. Oh, and before you've even stopped writing oh, on Ambridge on the couch, it comes up with Ambridge on the couch. You click and then I can't remember what happens. I think then they go this one and you go yeah whatever click on it and then you get an email to confirm that you voted for us in the listener choice awards lucy yay and we all know how much we love a party (laughs) so we don't care if we win we just want to be nominated so we can stand on the red carpet again and pretend that we have like last time and we'll just invite everyone who's voted for us to our to our party yes yes so that would be really lovely Thank you very much in advance. Thank you. Because we noticed that the people that cheered most and made the most noise at the podcast awards didn't win a thing. <laughs> it was just... the prison radio. It was wasn't prison it? radio. No, they did win. They did oh, actually, win. They one. won loads. They had a ball though. Kiss FM cheered a yeah. lot, didn't they? I think they were quite drunk. <laughs> we cheered a lot. We did. <laughs> it was just us two going. <laughs> but also podcasts such as Ambridge on the Couch aren't nominated in these sort of podcast awards because we don't fall in into a category. No. We're not like there's a million. They've got us miscellaneous misc. We're probably in the but there isn't called even misc. that. There's like true crime, yeah, comedy, um, very good ones, uh, yeah, and, and then there's then there's like weirdos. a whole 
There's yeah. a whole food category, yeah. which is why I think we should put some more recipes in ours okay. so we qualify. Okay. But um, but there's no such thing as, there isn't like fan. I did notice, I looked at the charts, oh, yeah. because you always tell me off because I don't look at the charts. Yeah, this one, yeah. Looked at the charts, and we're 187 in the entertainment chart in El Salvador, so I thought you'd be pleased. <laughs> I'm delighted at that. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Is that because there's only two people that listen to podcasts in El Salvador or something? I don't know. What? Who are we against? <laughs> no, that is really horrible and patronising. There must be some brilliant podcasts in El Salvador. Why would we be probably, up there? Probably not very many about <laughs> the archers. Radio Four farming. We must, we're probably one of six in the Radio Four category. <laughs> Us and dead ringers. Dead ringers in our time and money box. Oh my god. Can you imagine? Can you imagine actually downloading in our time to listen to it? Oh Oh my god. Yeah. I I I... Oh you do? Yeah. You actually listen to it on purpose. On purpose. (laughs) Really? It's interesting. Well, you're very learned, that's why. It's because you learn stuff. <laughs> I'm not learned. God, I find it so boring. I mean, it's always stuff that I don't know about. I think that's why I find it boring. That's the point. You're supposed to listen to it to learn about it. Yeah, but it. they don't do a, like a beginner's guide to. No, it's just old um, Belvin just starts and just goes, Hello, <laughs> we're now in the Paleolithic era. And, da, 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 and you're like, What? <laughs> and I love Tell it. Tell me who? It's like. It's like being in a really, really aggressive tutorial when when <laughs> some, when he sort of says to people, so, so-and-so, can you expand, Sylvia, can you expand a little bit on this, please? Because I don't feel like we've got the full, we've got the full, I don't really, I'm not really understanding why this is so significant. And she goes, um, and he says, all right, next. <laughs> you know, and you can hear sort of the yes, nervous Yes, he's quite being. brutal, isn't Very. he? Right. Let's go back to the podcast. Thank oh, you, yes. Fabrice. Oh, yeah. If you would like to visit patreon.com and look up Amber on the Couch, you can support us at any subscription level. level. Okay, we'll... you do this. No, no, so I was trying to memorise it. I, was, I wasn't being annoying. I was trying to see if I could remember it without the script. Yeah, you I can was. find us on Facebook, <laughs> on Twitter, at on Ambridge. Fabrice is at Fabulous Fabrice, or you can email us at AmberJohnTheCouch.gmail.com. And now, is that you, Lucy? No, you do it. It's fine. And now, the best bit of the show, Matt Rodriguez Payne will set the hearts of middle-aged men fluttering with memories of Felicity Kendall in her dungarees saying, Oh, Tom, although anyone sensible was a Margot woman through and through. But there we are. So I can't, I can't read it as well as you can, because you've written it. Can you do Felicity Kendall? Oh, doesn't she sound like like us? <laughs> it's amazing doesn't how she many sound... people sound like her. Tom, doesn't she sound like I? <laughs> oh, I don't read. Tom, it was sort of like this, oh, she Tom. sort of had a giggly voice. about it was like yellow text yeah they have in 1970s sitcoms that they yeah. always had like yellow font yeah doing their and, and it was the petals that came in to make the flower wasn't it as oh, it went around in a circle sweet that was really jolly
Sometimes, and 70s-ish. I'm listening to Matt Rodriguez paint and I think, he hasn't put the archers in this. There is no <laughs> archers. And then all of a sudden it's like, da, 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 and you think, oh, there it is. <laughs> he's just having a really nice yeah, time. one day he's, then he's just like, going to give oh, up shit, and just think, yeah. they're not going to notice, are they, if I don't put it in. It's fine. I liked that 70s sitcom called... Do you remember Butterflies? With yes, Wendy with Wendy I loved, I loved that. Mm. I was really like into that when yeah. I was very little. <laughs> very little. Very, very little. Uh, that was beautiful, Matt. Yes. Hey, theme guy, that was gorgeous. Um, oh, Lucy, it's going to be your birthday. The next time I see you. Oh, and it's yours. I know, but I'm staying in my decade. You're moving up. I am. I think I'm in a new category. You know when they say which age? Oh, I'm in a new you. box now. I think. <laughs> God. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm really excited for you, though. I think it's brilliant to have a big birthday. Well done for not being dead yet. That's what you're trying well to say. Well done, it? Lucy. I mean, you know, you got this far and it's fine. I and I, as I always say, at my age, every day is a blessing. I every get Every day is a blessing. Yeah. And I you, think. I'm, you got I'm over halfway. Right. You're half, you're 50%. I can do me a bit of garden. I'll get out. I see people. Oh, that's terrible. nice. It is nice. <laughs> you got your kiddies <laughs> on the phone, haven't you? <laughs> you got your special friend <laughs> what comes and looks after you occasionally. <laughs> He's my boyfriend, Harriet. He's not my carer. <laughs> is he younger than you? <laughs> He's is actually, he? yeah. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> um, well, you look fabulous, darling. At, uh, at, at um, are we allowed to say the? We're actually allowed to say it, are we? Are we allowed to say the, the number? What? Because it's so enormous, you think yeah. the radio might crash. Or yeah, something. yeah. Yes, I am fabulous 50, at fifty. Fabulous at fifty. Um, I've sent you a card, but it might be a couple of days late because I didn't have a first class stamp. And I thought... Whereas I drove round South Woodford today trying to find a post box that was uh, a priority delivery to make sure that yours got there on time. But thanks, Harriet. (laughs) But I put a vote in for our podcast. (laughs) Well, you'll get it on, like, Tuesday. Did you not? Have you, like, taped a 50p piece to the front of it or something? postman she's on a terribly good podcast please rush it along she's quite elderly and she needs all the cards she could get and who knows in this i mean to be honest presumably now now we're living in the 70s again a first class will take three weeks to get you anyway yeah, but it will only cost 12p so that's good anyway it's fine we can still do the podcast yeah. but technology might be down yeah wi-fi we'll might to, be down i we'll have to set up some sort of pedal bike thing so we'll just have to pedal like mad <laughs> to get enough while we're it. talking yeah keep pedaling Harriet faster <laughs> Lucy will be a blur I just read your emails way quicker <laughs> hurry up well anyway have a great time and I'll see you next week anyway we're yes. going out aren't we we're going to have a oh, celebration yes. yes we are so yes, we we'll are. take loads of pictures we'll do can I play the good life again oh yes yeah, sorry like sorry it. I'll get okay. off I, you, can you tell I, can't, I don't want to leave Yes. What are you yeah. supposed to be doing? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just having a nice time. I'm so I happy see. you're back. Aww. It's been a long two weeks, Lucy, mm. without you. But I'm glad you're back. Thank you. And nice happy birthday. <laughs> and happy birthday to you too. Thank, thank you. All right. See you when we're older. See you in a, a year. And, and nothing. Yeah. See you next year of our next lives. Year of or our lives. That's yeah. it. <laughs> Bye. I'm just going to go now, actually. Okay. And listen to Matt. Okay. Bye. Again.
All right. Cheers then. Bye. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.